0: from the creators of War Room. You need to do your fighting in prayer. On August 23rd, the Kendrick brothers return to the big screen with Overcomer. I have a season with one runner. One runner matters. John Harrison is a frustrated coach questioning his value until he crosses paths with a student struggling on her own journey. What are you allowed to define you? When you find your identity in the one who created you, it change your whole perspective. You in love, Overcomer, in theaters August 23rd, starring Alex Kendrick, Priscilla Shirer, and Sherry Rigby. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. For tickets and showtimes, visit OvercomerMovie.com. Is that that's Hannah? Run! This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. What is creation? Did God create the world in six days and rest on the seventh? Does anyone really care? These questions and many more, including teaching tips and great resources, are presented in the Creation Science Podcast. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and it's my pleasure and honor to be your host. Some of these shows are from my Best of Creation Expos, and other presentations I've completed throughout the years of teaching on this topic. I'm the owner of Media Angels, Inc., a publishing company that produces books, audios, and videos to help you and your family in your Christian walk. Check out my books and other podcasts at MediaAngels.com. To get the show notes for this broadcast, go to CreationsciencePodcast.com. And now, let's learn together. Friends, welcome to the Creation Science Podcast. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and today I am going to talk to you about evolution that is taught to kids as truth. You know, we've heard it all. Evolution has nothing to do with a kid's faith, but when evolution is taught to kids as a truth, problems begin. It's one of the reasons that kids leave their faith as they get older. There are many excuses given for how a kid, you know, was raised by a Christian parents, and you know, oh my gosh, how did he, you know, come? He came from a God loving home, and how can he leave his faith behind? You know, maybe the kids never believed. Maybe they didn't really mean it when they accepted the Lord as a personal Savior or, you know, were baptized or, um, you know, made a proclamation of faith in confirmation. You know, maybe they didn't make the faith their own, and it was really their parents' faith. No one can answer this question other than the person who once believed and now doesn't. We're going to talk about this today, and I would invite you... Um, To check out our sponsor, that is Overcomer Movie. It is a wonderful story about perseverance through times of hardship. It will be in the theaters August 23rd. And you can find out more information at overcomermovie.com. Thanks to all of our sponsors for the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and all of the great shows you will find there. Friends, if you want today's show notes, go to um, Evolution Taught as Fact, Episode 20, and it's at the creationsciencepodcast.com. In my experience talking to hundreds of parents in the years since I co-authored my first book on the topic of creation in 1994, uh, the common theme was evolution. You know, everybody uh, could read about evolution. It was in every book. It was in every um, you know, even uh, documentaries, every, every place you looked, evolution was available. And, you know, a lot of times that a child um, bought into the lie that was taught as fact in the schools they attended. The biggest question I've asked is why is a theory taught as a fact? I think the answer is as varied as the person asking the question. Again, the common theme is because the other creationism is a faith and evolution is science well evolution is a theory it is not scientific law there is nothing in evolution that has been um, discovered or uh, you know or formulated even that is a scientific law evolution again is a theory in fact, on further examination, evolution contradicts the scientific laws like thermodynamics. Um, and But we're not going to get into what thermodynamics is. Look it up. But of course, we sweep this under the rug. Upon digging deeper, we also learn that Darwinian evolution is discounted because the fossil record never substantiated Darwin's theory. Darwin said the fossil record will show and it will give conclusive evidence to what my theory is. All these years later, the fossil record has not given evidence because Darwin said, you know, in the fossil record, you would see different stages of the evolutionary process. We find bones, we find fossils, but we don't find them laid out the way Darwin said they would be. So then what happens? Well, now there's neo-Darwinism. And what's neo-Darwinism? It's new Darwinism. Scientists think now that neo-Darwinism is in need of a replacement. Many Christian households teach a biblical creation as stated in Genesis 1. God created, and many also are at a loss of how to fit their faith into evolution. Well, you don't have to fit your faith into evolution because evolution is a lie. I know that people, you know, will email me after this podcast and say, "Well, everybody, you know, teaches it and it's taught as fact." I just did a a conclusive study of something that we talked about in our books, and I'm actually looking at my show notes here because uh, today I'm recording about three different podcasts. Okay, it's not in this one. So I just did a... a study on radio halos, which is something that um, we mentioned in our first study guide. So, Joe Whitlock and I co-authored study guides. Joe was an atheistic scientist who became a Christian, um, and when she became a Christian and they, you know, they talked to her about God and they handed her a Bible, she said when she opened the Bible and she read in Genesis 1-1, God created... Um, she said, Okay, you know, stop everything. I have a problem with this, because I don't believe God created the world, um, as it states in the Bible. So here she was, um, this lady I met, uh, after she had done a 10 year study on the topic of creationism, because she had a atheistic background. She also did not believe God created the world. And she, um, in her studies, Found that so much of the evidence she believed as fact was really a highly regarded theory. In our books, you know, we talked about radio halos, and so I did a quick search online, and I showed that this study by Robert Gentry sent the secular scientist crazy trying to refute the claims he made, and I'm not going to go into all of the science behind it, but radio halos are found in granite, And they have a half-life, one of the plutonium um, halos, of 128 days. Why is that important? Because there is nothing that can decay 128 days and be found in fossilized stone. Uh, That just can't happen. So um, I'm going to include two links that you may find helpful on radio halos. But the bottom line is that radio halos are an indicator of a young earth. And that is a no-no for anyone who believes in evolution, because there has to be millions and billions of years, because if there's not, evolution does not work. If there's gradual change through these, you know, microcosms that happened over time, um, and there isn't all of this time, which is you know, the the secret sauce or the magic wand, then that just blows the theory of evolution away. So what do people say? Well, as my neighbor, who's a highly intelligent man, uh, once told me that he really thought that aliens uh, populated the earth is is what he thought. And then at some point, God uh, infuse the soul into our first parents and Adam and in Eve. Um, if we don't have first parents, then we don't need original sin, you know. So, even um, those who believe in a gap theory or different uh, philosophies of, you know, again, trying to fit faith into science, a scientific theory that has pretty much been discounted um, if you look at, at you know, Darwinism. And so, you know, I think there, that so much happens because people try to fit their faith into a theory that is not a scientific law. Think about that. People try to fit their faith into a scientific theory that is not a scientific law. And that's why I say evolution is a lie. Is there a microevolution? Absolutely. That's changes within a kind. But macroevolution, goo to the zoo, by way of you, is a myth. Now scientists realize that what they thought was DNA junk, randomly evolving human genomes, can't happen. In fact, 95% of human genomes cannot evolve. Really? <laughs> I taught this back to my when my kids were little in 1994, we knew this. There's right and left-hand DNA molecules. Which one happened first, the right or the left? They cannot happen without um, one before the other. And so, um, you know, it's it's amazing how this, again, keeps getting taught as fact. Or what Jill found when she was at the Pilexi River in Texas and she saw what appeared to be dinosaur tracks with a human print. And they're fossilized. And she asked her professor back in the day when she was in college, and he said, that's an anomaly. Anything she asked was an anomaly. As an oil and well geologist, she told these companies where to dig for oil. And she said by their calculations, the fact that millions and millions of years had gone uh, gone by, she said there should not have been the pressure. She almost lost an entire oil rig because of their science, which was based on evolution which meant that the gas and the pressure would have dissipated by now if we'd been around for millions of years. So, you know, a lot of things that she did not understand because she was an uh, atheist, she didn't believe in God, she then went back and was remembering and remembering all these things. And my question is, why do evolutionists keep insisting that Genesis is a myth? Evolution... Taught to kids as a truth is a problem. Our kids are taught that evolution is a valid theory. Okay, it is a theory, and theory is an educated guess. I'm all about educated guesses. Yes, evolution can be taught. It's a theory. But kids think their parents lied or worse when you tell them that God created man, God created the world, and then they find out about evolution they park their faith at the door and they feel that maybe genesis is truly a fairy tale. In my many years of studying creationism and evolution, I learned that kids need to be taught both as faith systems. You know, yes, we believe in God. We haven't we were not there at the time of creation. We didn't see or meet Adam and Eve. We don't know, you know, we didn't meet Noah. Is that an allegory too? You know, what about Abraham? Well, Abraham is the lineage of david who is a lineage of joseph who is with mary as the stepfather of of jesus and of the family of david came jesus right so there starts to be questions friends there starts to be questions and kids start questioning and wondering you know what's happening here We have faith in the unseen. We were not present when God created the world. We were not present when the Big Bang or whatever other theory stated is out there. You know, we weren't present, as my neighbor said, you know, when aliens populated the world. But from that disorder came order. God's a God of order. He is a God of order. And nobody knows how disorder came out of order. That has never been done in a scientific experiment that I know of. There are many theories of origins and as demonstrated um, on and over and over and over again, they keep changing. Some Christians believe that Almighty God chose to begin the world by evolution. They're called theistic evolutionists. And there's been many debates and truthfully, it's up to you. It's up to you to make the determination on your own, but please do not make this determination if you have never studied creationism. If your kids are brought up with a strong faith, yet believe in evolution as a theory of molecules to man, they will be hard-pressed to defend their faith when they are in higher education. You know, my co-author on the Creation of Science series, um, Jill Whitlock, used to lament that those who believed in theistic evolution were lost souls. I don't go that far. I don't believe that because I don't know anybody's faith or relationship with God. You can believe in God and have a relationship with the Almighty and still believe in evolution. But I believe that God did create the world as he stated in Genesis. And why do I believe that? Because I've spent about 10 years of study on the topic. And with our creation science study guides, you don't have to spend 10 years. We've put all the research together for you in a nutshell version explaining to the children that the Bible, especially Genesis, is an, is an allegory or fairy tale, and then jumping to Genesis 127, oh, but we believe that God created Adam and Eve, and just not as he said in Genesis. You see, these organisms evolved, and at some point when the human was formed, God infused a soul into the first man and then the first woman and called them in Adam and Eve. Friends, that is confusing to say the least. We must believe that Almighty God used death and destruction and chance as molecules formed themselves eventually into a human and then infused a soul? Wow. To me, that's a harder stretch to believe than believing that by divine fiat, God said, I created and it was good. Never mind that there's no evidence that evolution happened. Remember, it is not a scientific law. There's no fossil record. There's no verifiable scientific data, only a theory. The question I have is, why are people so adamant that creationism is false, that Genesis is not to be read literally, because then a person must change and follow God? And, oh my gosh, there are rules that are going to be limiting. You know, I'm being sarcastic here. I believe that the Christian faith is one of the most freeing faiths that is out there. God is love. Why am I podcasting about this today? Well, recently some big names in the Christian world have abdicated their faith. They've decided they are no longer Christians because of the definition of what it means to be a Christian. In the same sentence, they added, oh, and by the way, I'm getting divorced, or by the way, you know we see this tragedy of sin and the priest scandal, or by the way, we see pastors of various denominations falling prey to sin. How does this happen? You know, if, these, if, if you have faith and then all of a sudden, you know, it begins by turning away from the truth and coming up with the slang of the day, which is speaking your own truth. Friends, we have to understand that there are forces, dark forces that want to keep us from what is truth. I am shocked at how many people believe that evolution is a truth never having studied one thing about creationism. And I'm not talking about looking at evolutionary sources. I'm talking about going to places like the Institute for Creation Research. They are a scientific arm that has done, you can read all kinds of scientific abstracts with data. I spent many years reading about it, and Christina, my daughter, and I wrote a series of novels, The Two Seekers Mystery Series. And I spent hours and hours and hours reading scientific abstracts. I'm not a scientist. I'm an educator by trade. But... I studied those and read them and understood them, and you can, too. You can start at primary sources and work your way backwards. But when evolution is taught to kids as truth then nothing is sacred, kids begin to question, well, we don't have to believe the Bible is written, right? We don't have to believe in Noah's Ark. That was pretty far-fetched anyway, right? Jonah and the whale, yeah, that's hard to believe, too. Moses parting the Red Sea, yeah, totally weird. Jesus born of a virgin, well, how can that be? Jesus the Son of God, wow, I don't know. Jesus and the miracles of the loaves and fishes? Well, how can that happen? Jesus dying for our sins? Well, if Adam and Eve didn't exist, then why did he have to die? There was no original sin. Jesus rising from the dead? Well, yeah, I'm not sure about that one either. Never mind that the disciples that walked with Jesus, except for John, were all martyred for their faith, as well as the thousands upon thousands of Christians. You don't give up your faith for a myth or an allegory. Kids think in ways that many adults tend to think, and if we begin questioning the truth of the Bible or a loose interpretation of it, then nothing is sacred. Friends, don't believe me. Research creations side by side with evolution. No one has all the answers, but evolution is sure based on a bunch of theories by scientists who have very little, if any, evidence that points to a conclusion that is substantiated. Hug your kids, teach them the truth, and you'll be happy you did. Take care, everybody. God bless. Uh, you can find the show notes for today's episode, creationsciencepodcast.com. Look for episode 20, Evolution Taught as Truth. Take care. God bless. And talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Creation Science Podcast. You can find the show notes at creationsciencepodcast.com. And as always, reach out to me, Felice Gerwitz at felice at mediaangels.com. Take care, God bless, and I hope you enjoy teaching your children and learning about the beautiful world that God created. Please share this broadcast with a friend and thanks so much.